Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Crosspoint Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah. Uh, if you're a part of Crosspoint Church, I uh, thank you so much for being here and for your support in so many ways. Um, if you don't have anything to do with Crosspoint at all, I'm glad you're here. Appreciate you listening in. Um, if you enjoy this podcast, why not recommend it to a friend? We don't make any money off of it. Just looking to reach as many people as possible. And whenever a friend recommends something to you, that's usually what's going to get you to look into it. All right, guys, um, we got a well-known verse today, Uh, one of my personal favorites, some beautiful wisdom from God's Word. I'm going to be dipping back into Proverbs uh, chapter 3. If you have some familiarity with the Bible, you probably have heard this verse before. If you haven't, I'm excited for you because it's been a real pillar in my life. And um, we're going to do two verses today. So a lot of times we have the the verse of the day, but sometimes um, two verses work together so well we just cheat a little bit and put an extra helping on our plate okay (laughs) so we're going to do that today proverbs 3 5 and 6 so we're going to be proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 and uh, reading from the esv it says trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all of your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths trust in the lord with all your heart And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. All right. So, um, again, like I said, this is basically, you know, this is biblical biblical wisdom 101. Or, in other words, a really clear statement of what it looks like to real life trust God. or, Or when we say I'm following Jesus for God's glory. We say that here at Cross Point. We're following Jesus for God's glory. It's easy for people to go, but yeah, what does that look like? Well, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is definitely a picture of what it looks like. Also, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 is a good summary of what Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, is all about or what it's trying to say in all 31 chapters. So some pretty cool stuff there. So let's just take a deeper look. We'll do we'll take a deeper look at each verse, verse five and six, and then look a little bit further on in Proverbs to see if that helps us with context, and then we'll wrap it up. So there's a great parallelism here. These two um, parts of verse five are laid down together so that you can see them together and and see how they play off of each other. So what do I mean by that? Well, first it says, "Trust in the Lord with all your heart." Or, and then by contrast, what should I stop doing? So the first part is what I should start doing. And then uh, what should I stop doing? And do not lean on your own understanding. See, I like that because one or the other may be easier for you to understand. Like when you hear trust in the Lord with all your heart, you might be like big on trust and you'd be like, I get that. I think I understand what that means. But others of you out there might be more like me. or just like, man, I don't know. Trust is new for me. It's hard for me. I'm not sure about that. What does it look like? Oh, stop leaning on my own understanding. Now that I get, I know what it's like to lean on my own understanding and to have it break like a matchstick and have me topple over. So if I wanted to stop doing that, what could I do? Oh, I'd have to learn to trust in the Lord with all your heart. So that kind of back and forth is Bible is like, if you ever hear us say you need to meditate on scripture, that's scripture meditation. You know, you 
take these two and you're kind of mulling them over and thinking them through and praying them through and comparing these two things to each other and looking at your life honestly. You might be journaling a little bit. You might be memorizing these so you can be kind of going over it in your mind throughout the day. So that's what you do. And so those parallels, there are so interesting. One might grab you more than the other. One might challenge you more than the other and so on like that. And then verse six does the same thing. Um, it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him. That word acknowledge, a little bit old fashioned. I don't know how much we use it, but it's a little bit more than just like doing what you were going to do anyway, but kind of asking God to help you with it. Some of us fall into that. I know I do. That's not acknowledging God in all your ways. To acknowledge God in all your ways takes you back to verse 5. If you're going to acknowledge God in all your ways, it would mean you were trusting him with all of your heart. So to acknowledge God is to go, you know, say for like a plan, like, well, I could devote my life to this thing here, which will make me more money, but it will take definitely take away some time that I could have been devoted to the Lord and to my family. So it's obviously not a good plan. That's what it means to acknowledge God in all your ways. This person did something to me that I didn't like and it hurt my feelings. So I'm obviously going to do something back to them to let them know that they should not mess with me. I'm going to hurt their feelings. Oh no, wait, God has forgiven me in Jesus Christ. I owe God, but he forgave me and paid the price himself in my, in his son, Jesus Christ. So if I'm going to acknowledge him in my way here, I am also going to forgive this person who hurt me. And it just goes on and on. So that's how you acknowledge God in all your ways. And when you do this, parallelism here, and he will make your straight, your paths. You will, though you, you know, all of us Christians are suffering. We have a hard time. You're going to have things that confuse. You're going to screw up. You can, you can do that while you're on the straight path of God. Like it's not, it's not because like suffering, all this is not going to take you out of that path. You're just, you're have we're all having a hard time as the way the apostle Paul put it outwardly, we're wasting away but inwardly we're being renewed day by day. We're on that straight path. We know where we're supposed to be. You know, no matter our outward circumstances, if we acknowledge God, he'll keep a, he'll, he'll set a straight path, not always around the circumstance, but he'll definitely set us a straight path through it, no matter what it is. And of course we always have the option. If we don't want to acknowledge him and go our own way, then we can have our crooked paths. It's up to us. So, and then what's cool, okay, so you got those parallels within each verse, and then the two, five and six, kind of parallel one another. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your understanding. What might that look like in detail? Well, it looks like this. In all your ways, acknowledge him. And what will I get? He will make my path straight. Okay? So that's how I, I love this because what I guess what is come, coming to the surface today in this episode is, this is what biblical meditation looks like. And if you, I would really recommend grabbing onto this. You, we need it. I need it. This is better than, hey, I read my chapter for today. Check. I'm good with God moving on. That's a complete waste of your time. We need biblical meditation. We need to get into the verse. Look at it. Chew on it. Compare it. Pray through it. Journal. Okay. Now we'll just go on just a little bit because verses 7 and 8 fill it in even more. Like look at 5. The second part, do not lean on your understanding. And then look at seven, be not wise in your own eyes. You see that? It's like a restatement and a deepening of it. Like the reason why we lean on our own understanding is because we 
think we are wise. We think we got it. You know, that's why I do. I won't speak for you, but it's the impression that I get that I've got this apart from the Lord. That's just a bad idea, but I've done it a lot. Maybe you have too. And so the alternative, verse 7 to that, be not wise in your own eyes. Look at the alternative in 6. In all your ways acknowledge him, or as verse 7 puts it, fear the Lord. That's what it means to acknowledge God is to fear the Lord, like respect him. He comes first in every decision, first in every circumstance, first in every problem or trial you face. First the Lord. You know What does he think? Where's he at? What would he call me to do? What's his word tell me? What does my experience with him tell me? What's the Holy Spirit telling me? What does prayer tell me? What are trusted friends who love Christ telling me? Fear the Lord in every situation and turn away from evil. It will be so then in verse 6 we get straight paths. And in verse 8, we get healing to our flesh and refreshment to our bones, which sounds good to me. Okay. Well, there's just so much here, guys. Um, Could we see Christ in these verses? I'm sure there's lots of ways we can see him. One way that I do is constantly throughout the Gospels, Jesus was pointing out to people. You see it a lot in the Gospel of John, but it's, it's in every one of them, where Jesus is telling people, like, I don't do anything on my own. I do what the Father shows me to do. I do the works that the Father is calling me to. So vital to Christianity and such a picture of Jesus. Jesus was the Son of God, and he humbled himself and said, I only do what the Father is showing me or calling me to do. And you as a person saying, man, is that really possible for my life? It is. I'm with you and going, man, could I ever get there? I'm constantly going my own way. Sometimes I don't know what to do. And I haven't opened the Bible today. What am I thinking? And I'm not praying enough. I I know, I know. But nonetheless, it is there. You know, we are growing step by step with things like um, the scripture podcast, other things, just going, man, I'm going to continue less of me, more of God. Put God first, not me. Uh, Open my mind and my heart to his biblical instructions instead of always just trying to find something wrong with it and arguing with God and so on and so on. So, yes, this path, Proverbs 3, 5, and I would say even 5 through 8, is a good and possible path for every child of God, but it's going to be a journey. You have to get down it, and when we find ourselves off of it, get back on it. And that's the journey we saw Jesus take. And you can see he suffered. People had a problem with him. He got sold. I got crucified. So this is not a promise of an easy life, but this is a promise of closeness to God and a life of meaning and um, joy and closeness to God, no matter the circumstances you may go through. All right, guys, love being with you. Uh, Such great verses here, and uh, can't wait to get with you next time.